Peter Stokeby's Luxury Bullseye Flake. I have been smoking this a ton recently. Again, we're in summer, late August 2023. And this is probably the first summer for me where I've been smoking strictly Virginias and Virginia Perique. Before that, it was all English, and I was smoking mostly Chelsea Morning and Westminster all year round, plum pudding. But this past summer, I got really into Orlick Golden Slice, which I absolutely love and stocked up on quite a bit. Uh, but I have maybe five or six different tobaccos already opened in jars, and they're in my kitchen. They're like my go-tos, so I have them within arm's length at all times and then in the basement i have you know everything else that i'm not smoking mostly a lot of kia blends and all my other i have a ton of different virginia and burley blends in the basement that i'll rotate out so i'll do like i'll have five or six blends in small ball jars in my kitchen and i rotate them out and then i think seasonal um I'll be switching them out. So I'll go put some of the straight Virginias away in probably late September, early October, and break out some Burley and some light, uh, a lot of Kia blends again. I'm not going to get into reading the description. I know you guys know what Luxury Bullseye Flake is. Um, it's a bulk blend. It's Virginia Perique Cavendish. We'll leave it at that, curly cut. And this jar I have is from December of 2021, which is funny because I seem to have a bunch of different jars, and it's nothing fancy. It's just a bowl jar with a uh, masking tape and marker. That's basically my labels. They're not fancy like Hobbiton Pipers on YouTube. It's a piece of tape and a marker. <laughs> so I seem to have a bunch of different uh, Virginia blends or any kind of blend. With the date of 1221. I must have done a big order then. And then started ripping open these Virginias. And not knowing what the hell I was doing. And trying them. And being disappointed. Because it didn't taste like a lot of Kia. Like somehow a Virginia was supposed to. I don't know. And then putting it away. And saying eh it tastes like nothing. I don't get it. I don't understand these guys. What are they talking about? Blah 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 blah. Again periodically I would go back. And sample sample sample. And then I think it was this past year. Maybe late last summer where Virginia really started to catch on and that's where I'm at now but uh, I know for sure when I smoked this luxury bullseye flake the first time I thought nothing of it I smoked a bowl and I just said okay well I kind of bought it for aging anyway because I also bought it was my first time ordering any bulk blend bulk blend if I didn't say that right um, so I ordered Luxury Bullseye Flake, I also ordered Luxury Twist Flake, and then Virginia Slices. Just to see, um, you know, how they would age and what, what, you know, a couple years would do to it. And um, I recently, I would say early summer, got back into this Bullseye Flake, and it tastes amazing. So... I'm not 100% sure if this changed much in two years or if my palate made a big shift in the last two years. I'm pretty certain my palate has definitely shifted. And this probably 
has I mean it definitely has time on it, at least two years but I'm sure most likely it's done something to this tobacco because when I watch reviews on it online on YouTube again I, I talked about in the last episode that I love watching the YouTube videos of the YTPC and I've seen all the reviews a million times especially on the blends that I'm, I'm smoking um, a lot of reviewers talk about it being grassy and fresh and obviously they must have just ordered it and then reviewed it because I don't get that um, with this at this point for example I was watching uh, Bradley at Stuff and Things review Bullseye Flake and he said that the Virginia Virginias were young but he does admit that he thought that time would do it a lot of good he wasn't saying it in a disrespectful way he was just he th- he really did think that some time would would benefit the blend and um that re- that review was six years ago and i'm curious i'm kind of curious if he would smoke it again if he still has it if he would try it again uh what he would think of it now he said that uh he tasted hay fruit raisin fig he said he tasted some pepper spice, but he thought it was too sweet for him because he likes, he obviously probably doesn't like that Cavendish in there. But he's done revisits, revisit reviews lately, and uh, I think this would be a good one because I think there is a big difference between getting this one fresh and getting this one with some age on it. And also, I know he's not into any kind of sweet tobacco normally, but all of a sudden, if you watch his videos, he's starting to appreciate maybe. Maybe appreciate's not the right word, but he's starting to tolerate some sweeter blends, some blends that he didn't think he would like that now all of a sudden he thinks is not so bad. Like I know he just revisited uh, Colt Blood Red Moon. And that has like cherry and uh, chocolate flavors. And I think he thought he would hate that. And it seems like he liked that blend. And there was something else too that had some kind of topping on it recently. And he always in the past would uh, just not be a fan of any any kind of tobacco with, with an obvious topping that was not enhancing the tobacco. Almost like if it was... Uh, well, probably the Lakeland stuff or any kind of like vanilla topping or, or, or a topping that's obviously um, artificial. And I think that's starting to shift. If you watch his videos, you could see it. He might be going through a palate change where um, he might be ready to dabble in some lightly topped tobacco. So I think this one would be a, a good one for him to revisit. Uh, another video I watched is Mutton Chop Piper reviewed this. And he loves it. He said it's spicy. He gets leather, sweetness, bread, raisin. Uh, He was a big fan of this blend. He said it was one of his favorites. And I think he said the uh, Luxury Twist Flake was one of his favorites too. And uh, I stumbled upon one other video review. And I never seen this uh, channel before. But uh, I was just like looking for, you know, something I haven't seen yet of someone talking about Bullseye Flake. And there was this channel called Quiet Pipe in the Woods. So I'm watching it and it's just this guy and he's, 
I'm assuming down south, and he's literally in the woods on a bench smoking luxury bullseye flake. And he, the way he spoke about it is pretty accurate to the way I feel about it. Uh, he loved it. And um, so if you get a chance, maybe check out that one. Check out his video as well. But I get, I'll tell you what, I put this on my the show's uh, Instagram account. The flavors I get with it are espresso and I get like a dark chocolate or a cocoa. That's the flavors I get with this tobacco now. I couldn't tell you what I got when it was fresh because I, I, I honestly didn't know what the hell I was smoking because I was just so new to Virginia's. It just, it was hard to pick out anything. Just too, my palate just wasn't there. But I think I remember, if I had a guess, I remember it tasting very grassy then. And brighter in color. I mean, I have it right here, and it's got, it's dark. I mean, the picture I put on my Instagram is the actual coins that I smoked. And it's, it's to me, I, it's just dark. It's a, it's a dark flavor. And um, almost... Almost too dark for me for my morning coffee. I mean, I, I've done it and I do it. But there's some days where I want something even a little lighter than this um, with my morning coffee. But I have smoked this with coffee. And the coffee I drink, I drink a dark, I drink a black dark roast coffee. I don't put anything in it. And no cream, no sugar. And I like a dark roast. Um... And this is really good with dark roast coffee, but I, I like it even better with espresso. And the only downside with espresso is it's just, you know, you're only dealing with a little shot, even if you make a double. So when I am smoking this with espresso, I'll literally take, take like baby sips of that espresso between, you know, puffs because I just, I'm trying to get that espresso to last as long as I can. But, um... That's what I get from this. I love it. Uh, and obviously, you know that you know it's a bulk blend. I'm going to stock up more on it and just put it away. Um, this is one that it's easy to stock too because it's bulk. So I'm definitely going to get some more of this. If you've tried it, leave me a comment. I'm going to post photos of this on on IG, and when I upload the episode, hit me up and let me know what you think. Um, if you haven't tried it, I'm shocked. I mean, if you've been smoking a pipe for any amount of time, you've probably tried it, but it's totally worth it. Hopefully you don't have any kind of like bulk blend bias where you just don't think maybe it's good enough because it's a bulk blend, or maybe you just like getting that tin and you like popping the tin, but this was dirt cheap. I mean, I got, I forget it was like two ounces for like $4 or something like that. So it was insane. I'm probably going to get you know, eight, 16 ounces of it and just put it away and uh, break it out periodically. I'll probably get some every year, actually. It's so cheap. I want to touch real quickly on what I like to drink when I'm smoking because I'm pretty obsessed with my beverage when I'm smoking a pipe. And I'm wondering if you are as well. So I only like to smoke a pipe with right now three beverages depending on what I'm smoking. It's either my black coffee, black tea, or espresso. That's pretty much it. I don't smoke a pipe with any kind of alcohol. 
I don't feel like it enhances the flavor. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what you do, but for me, when I'm smoking a pipe, it's about the tobacco, and I'm trying to enhance that. If you like to just smoke a pipe while you have a cocktail, and then maybe you're thinking more about the cocktail than the pipe. I mean, I, I get that. That happens with cigars with me and stuff like that. But um, I'm always, when I'm trying to pick my tobacco, I'm always thinking, all right, am I going to, what am I, what, you know, I, I know I have to have tea with this one, or I'm going to have espresso with this one, or I'll have coffee. Or it could be in reverse order where it's like, it's first thing in the morning. I know I want a cup of coffee, so I'll look for the tobacco that pairs well with that coffee. Um, and believe it or not, some brighter Virginias, I don't know why, work really well with my morning coffee. I'll give you an example. Um, Orlick Golden Sliced and coffee is amazing. Um, now, my Orlick does have probably a year or two on it. It's not fresh. But um, anytime you, you hear or see anyone talking about Orlick, it's always how high and grassy it is. And mine's just is not at all. Actually, Bradley did a revisit it on it um, not long ago. And when he was smoking it, he was like a little surprised. He was like, wait a minute, this isn't as high, as high and grassy as I remember it being. And if you look at the comment section, it's like, well, you probably have, you know, a tin that's a couple years old, you know, which maybe he didn't realize. Or maybe he mentioned it in the video and just didn't think it would make a big difference. Um... I also was drinking, uh, drinking. I was also smoking Stratford, GLP Stratford, for some reason. First thing in the morning with my coffee was awesome. Now, again, that probably had a year or year or two on it as well. But um, uh, I'll give you a straight Virginia that I, I think just smells like tea. There's actually two of them that literally smell like tea to me and taste like tea. And that's um, HH's Pure Virginia and Capstan Blue. The uh, I guess it's the Navy Flake. But they both taste like tea to me. So for whatever, for that reason, they just, they don't, I don't like them as, as much with my coffee as I do a dark tea. So I'll drink tea when I want to smoke those blends. And it's funny because I don't really see video many videos of anyone talking about their beverages. They may mention the beverage that they're drinking or they might show it for like a split second, but no one really talks about how much that beverage affects the tobacco. And I'm perfectly willing to admit that, you know, my the espresso I'm drinking could obviously be influencing the espresso I'm tasting in this bullseye flake. I get that. But whatever it is, that combo seems to work really, really well. So I wind up saving this bullseye flake for like my afternoon. If I'm able to get a pipe in the afternoon, three o'clock, something like that, I'll make an espresso and have it. That's really my favorite, favorite time to do it. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. These are just going to be short, like I said in the past. The past. My whole one podcast before this one. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep these the dog walkers 10, 15, 20 minutes. Thanks for downloading the show. I appreciate it. 
and uh, I'm going to be trying to put these out at least once a week. Not sure what day yet each is going to launch, so just subscribe and uh, catch you on the next one.